That time again, Barry. Brown bag in the van. Brown bag in the van. Wouldn't it be cool? Can you see that right there? If there were a fountain, which, which I believe there normally is, right? There you see it, guys? Normally that's a fountain. And it's not a fountain right now. We thought we'd give you a little bit of a treat, but you're not going to get a treat because yeah, there's no you fountain. You can't see the fountain over there. No fountain over there. We couldn't get a good parking spot. So there's Alpha. I owe, hey, him, Alpha, I owe him a phone call. Hey, Connie's on, Barry. She's hey, number one. Connie. Been praying for her like crazy. No kidding. So, yeah, uh, you guys probably won't know where we're at, I'm sure. I don't know if I know hey, John, what's up, buddy? Buddy McPherson, sup my dudes. Hope you're feeling better, bro. How was that homemade ramen noodle? We tried to get you the other kind, but they only had that kind. Apparently, everybody's eating. Hey, Coop's on, dude. Scott Cooper. Hey, Scott. Hey, Scott. Good to see you, buddy. Thank you for all the prayers. You bet, Connie. When one part of the body hurts, we're all hurting. So we're hurting with you, and we're expecting God to do something because that's what he does. No, we're not on a golf course. We would like to be. Hi, Reagan. I've been getting updates from Lynn. She showed me the picture of the little chapel thing that you went to, which was amazing. I'm going to flip this around, Barry. Anthony Tucker. Hey, I called you the other day, buddy. Let's catch up. I want to talk to you at some point in the future. And, of course, we're praying for you and the family during this time. Uh, I'm going to flip this around here. Um, would you say... Uh, would you characterize yourself as having a teachable spirit? Um, I think we all, if we're honest, wrestle with having a teachable spirit. Uh, pride is a good uh, blockage to having a teachable spirit. And, and when you think that you know more than everybody else, and I know we're all guilty at times and we all go through that season, but overall, uh, would you characterize your walk with Christ or your, your general spirit as being a teachable person. Are you teachable? Whether you're 15, 20, 30, 50, 60, 70, 80, 90. And I can think of one guy when we went to our, on our trip to Uganda, he was 75 years old and he moved uh, with grace. He moved uh, physically really, really well. He was very healthy, uh, very gracious. And I was with my friend Chuck and I remember he and I talking privately saying things like, when I grow up, I want to be like him. And he was just an amazing guy. I believe his name was Robert. I can't remember exactly. It's been a few years. But I was just impressed with him. And, and the, the one, uh, if, if I were to ask in two words to sum him up, I would say he had a teachable spirit. And I remember when we went downtown, uh, right off the bat, uh, I went down with probably uh, not a teachable spirit. I was willing to have God to show me what is it? Hey, Danny. What is it? Uh, I do feel a little bit better. Hey, Jeanette. What is a teachable spirit? Because I really didn't know much about it, right? And I think when I approached the city, I did not have what you would call a teachable spirit because God was still working on me. But when I met people uh, down there and got to know them on a different level, I, I believe that God showed me through them on what it was like to have a teachable spirit. You know, um, we didn't go to seminary. Uh, we, we eventually went to Bible college and graduated. Thank you, Jesus. But uh, our, our first training came from people like Professor Graybeard. Yeah. Or Professor Spider. Or uh, Professor Cedric 
the crackhead. All of these peoples became our teacher. And the more that we knew them, the more that we understood that we were to learn from them. And then they had a lot of uh, things that they could teach us. Uh, and I believe part of it was because we were understanding and God was showing. Hi, hi Monica. Monica's on there. Um, God was showing us how important it is in kingdom work to have a teachable spirit. And to humble yourself. And in the due time, God would exalt you. And all of those things that we now know. But at that time, looking forward, that was 15 years ago. I really didn't know uh, what was in store. But it started with God revealing to me that I did not have a teachable spirit and something that I could work on and something that God would agree that I needed to work on. When we find that one thing or two things are probably 10 or 20, if we're all honest with ourselves, that we need to work on. I need to be better at this. God gives you that grace because your spirit's agreeing with this. Yes, Randy, you need to work on having a teachable spirit. So <clears throat> surprisingly, not surprisingly, actually not surprising at all. The Bible has a lot to say about this. If you turn to your Bibles in Proverbs chapter 9, and it's, uh, it, it's we refer to this a lot because there's so much in this, and Proverbs are so good, and it talks a lot about, I believe, wisdom, and uh, getting wisdom, and you can't get wisdom if you do not have a teachable spirit. It will elude you like a, like a handful chasing the wind. You will not be able to grasp what he's talking about, nor will you be able to grow in the grace and knowledge of Jesus if you do not have a teachable spirit. So it kind of obviously doesn't start there, but it's so essential that we have a teachable spirit. And listen to what King Solomon uh, says about this. This is starting in um, chapter uh, verse 1 in chapter 9. Wisdom has built her house... She has carved its seven columns. Now, right off the bat, I was like, seven columns? You know, anytime you see the number seven, especially a number like that, seven number, it's the picture of perfection. So flip to your Bibles real quick. I have mine marked to James 3.17. And sometimes it's fun in your Bible when you see, like, uh, just to find other things that correlate. You know, uh, John 3.17 for the Son has come into the world to save the world. Uh, the Son did not come into the world to condemn it, but they would be saved through him. But in James 3.17, it gives a, 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 a list. Now watch this. But the wisdom from above is first of all pure, number one. It's also peace-loving, number two. Gentle at all times and willing to yield to others. Mm. It's full of mercy and good deeds. It shows no favoritism and is always sincere. And those who are peacemakers will plant seeds of peace and reap a harvest of righteousness. So I think it's kind of cool. Uh, the seven columns, uh, you could say that's, that's supported. These are virtues that we're to uh, cultivate in our walk. And by having a teachable spirit, we'll listen to these things. She has prepared a great banquet mixed with wines and set the table. Everything we needed for a life of godliness, for a life of, is all, in, all uh, in the person of Jesus Christ. Everything has been prepared. This is a picture of a banquet. It's all there. It's all ready for you, waiting for you. It's important that we just have a teachable spirit and take the yoke of Christ upon you. And he'll show you and teach you all of these things as we're responding in the rhythm of the Holy Spirit and all of these things. But watch this. And I like this part. She has sent her servants to invite everyone to come. We're the servants. We've been sent 
by Christ to invite everyone to come and be his witnesses. But you can't do that if you don't have a teachable spirit, Barry. Right. If you're not willing to say, you know what, uh, I'm wrong, or I need to work on this, or I'm sorry, or please forgive me, all of those other things that comprise walking with the Lord. She calls out from the heights overlooking the city. Come in with me, she urges, the simple. You know, I know people that weren't blessed with a high intellect. That's okay, right? But you know what? When you have a teachable spirit, God gives you wisdom, which I think trumps. Yeah. It trumps being a smart guy. You know, the Nazis were really, really smart. But the wisdom that comes from knowing Christ is beyond compare. I know people that really, uh, they probably would wrestle with uh, two plus two equals four. And I'm not being funny. I actually really do. But you know what? They immerse themselves in Christ and they've been given wisdom. So he's calling out here to the simple. She urges the simple to those who lack good judgment, which has been a lot of us, right? God chose the foolish things to shame the wise. To those who lack judgment, and we've been sent to some, come eat my food and drink the wine that I have mixed. Leave your simple ways behind you and begin to live. Learn to use good judgment. You know, in recovery, it says, learn, leave your simple ways behind. That's the NLT that I'm using. Leave your simple ways. And there are times in your recovery that you leave the things that you were doing, the places that you went, the people that you knew, you leave it behind. You have to, right? Leave it. Wisdom calls and it's calling you out of that lifestyle, out of that nonsense you were doing. And it's time to leave that. That's the first good step of using good judgment. Leave them behind. Don't call them. Don't pick up the phone. Don't go where you used to go. Avoid that whole area. That's your first thing that you can do using your good judgment. Anyone who rebukes a mocker will get an insult in return. How about that? Yeah, you ever do that? That's a fact. Anyone who corrects the wicked will get hurt. So don't even bother correcting mockers. They'll only hate you. But correct the wise and they will love you. There have been times, yeah, it's a hard step. You're right. And spiritual street smarts, no doubt about it. But there are times in my life that I've been giving ultimatums when a person I trust and I love, you know, in the multitude of counsel, there is wisdom. So having these godly people in my life and coming to me and saying, stop this nonsense, it's time to stop. And not heeding the warnings or rearing up and getting ugly about it. You know, I was proving to myself in that season, you're not a very smart person, you're not a very wise person, I should say. But the older that I get in walking with the Lord and he's giving me a teachable spirit, when I have these... Uh, counselors and I have the, the, what the word says and it says to do this or don't do that I'm beginning to be more teachable and I say no I'm not going to do it or I'm going to listen to that instruction be it a pastor how about this Barry maybe one of your bosses or maybe your spouse or maybe your pastor is you're coming to them for advice and you're saying I'm not going to hear it in fact I'm a little bit upset with you for actually saying that all they're saying is what they've been sent to tell you that this is this is the uh, instruction manual and if you're asking my advice on taking it out of the scriptures and you get mad at me, where are you proving to yourself that you're a fool? Right? But when you correct the wise, they'll love you. How about that, Barry? Yep. Instruct the wise and they'll be even wiser. So this person right here has a teachable spirit. They're teaching and you're teaching more and, and, and they're opening themselves up to receive more uh, instruction from the Lord and to grow in their wisdom, to grow in their knowledge of Jesus. There's really nothing better. You know, and then if you're thinking back to my earlier comment about the guy that went to Uganda, he would be the first to tell you over 75 years that he's remained teachable because when uh, he's instructed, 
he listens to what the instruction says. He don't doesn't just hi, hi Grandma Judy. He doesn't just read it and go on. He reads it or listens to it and actually puts it into place. And, and Jesus himself said, Why do you call me Lord, Lord, and then not do what I say? Fear of the Lord is the foundation of wisdom. The foundation knowledge of the Holy One results in good judgment. Now watch this. Sometimes you see marriages that have stood the test of time, even though they've been hit with a barrage of all kinds of stuff. And you wonder, how in the world did you survive that? Or you see people in awesome health. And it's like, what is your secret? Obviously, we know the secret is not a secret. His name is Jesus. But listen to this. and I love verse 11 in chapter 9. Wisdom will multiply your days and add years to your life. If you become wise, you will be the one to benefit. If you scorn wisdom, you'll be the one to suffer. Oh, oh, oh. how about yeah, that, Barry? Yeah. Wow. So how many I'll, mockers have we seen that happen? We've seen it happen a lot right. to people that scorn, you know, the truth of the Lord. And we've had, what, thirty, uh, almost 30 years under our belt walking with Jesus. So I can tell you wholeheartedly that his ways are better. Right. They're way better. I'm going to read that one more time. Wisdom will multiply your days. You see a person 65, 70, 75, 80, and they're still pliable. They're still learning, and they still love. They're around for their grandkids, and they're around for their great-grandkids, and they're, they're around to serve the Lord more and more years. In fact, Hezekiah asked the Lord, give me 15 more years to serve you, and God granted it to him. Wisdom will multiply your days and add years to your life. If you become wise, you will be the one to benefit. If you scorn wisdom, you know, Kind of to go off and do your own thing, your own way, for your own path. I'm my own man. You will be the one to suffer. You know? So I'm encouraging you guys today just to remain teachable. Ask God to give you the grace to remain and, and have a teachable spirit. Listen to the words of your pastors, your bosses, your spouses. Assuming it lines up with the scripture. It all starts with the scripture and knowing the truth. If they're showing you or teaching you something that falls out of... Uh, what God said, then that's a whole nother matter. But I would encourage you guys to ask Jesus, the Holy Spirit, through the power of the Holy Spirit, just allow me to put the pride aside, to put the fear aside, and, and not act like I know more than people. And Lord, grant me a, a sustainable, teachable spirit. Wrap this sucker up, Mary. You know, I, I was kind of reading on here, you know. You talked about whoever corrects a mocker invites insult. You know, if you have somebody you're trying to witness to and they are that mocker, say your piece and be done with it. It doesn't do any good to just keep barking up the tree because it didn't, like the word says, it invites insults. So wow. why go through that? You've done your job. You've sown your seed. Move on. There are people that we do run into from time to time that are unteachable. And you can kind of sense that in your own spirit sometimes. But you still throw the seed out there and then let God do his thing. So... Uh, like you said, to reiterate to you, I would encourage you to, to be open to knowledge and to wisdom. And it's okay not to know everything. This is a huge book, and it's got tons of teachings in it. So it's, it would take you your whole lifetime to learn it anyway. So just be pliable. I think that's the biggest thing. When, when If somebody does, like there's a Nathan that comes to you and, and points out your blind spot, have an open mind. They're like, hey, man, I didn't see it. Thank you. Be thankful for people who encourage you to show you things that you don't see. Remain, remain open to what the Spirit may reveal. Barry, to talk a little bit about the importance of learning from people that you you wouldn't expect to learn from, and be open to that. Oh, definitely. You mentioned going downtown, and uh, one of the biggest things we learned downtown was community. And we thought, or I did personally, 
by going to church, I had a, commu uh, a community. However, we were on the streets down there. The community down there was unbelievable the way they took care of each other. Yeah. Kind of opened my eyes to uh, a whole different way of community. I mean, these guys took care of each other. They didn't have much, but they always had each other's back. I thought that was great. I mean, you know, they talked bad about each other, but we, we could never say anything because they, they would defend each other. They were a tight-knit group and kind of taught us to be the same way. So just be open to open to the spirit. Be, be pliable. Love you guys. Have a great week. Remain teachable.